0: Hello and welcome into the Lone Star Varsity Podcast. I'm Mike Graham, joined as always by Brian Navarrete. And here we are. It's the big time for high school basketball. We've got the Girls State Tournament coming up this weekend. Denver City's involved in that. And then a surprising amount of teams still kicking as the uh, UIL regional setting gets going. And then, of course, All Saints, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, is playing for a state championship today. So it's a really exciting time in the basketball world, and that'll definitely be our emphasis today. Also have to apologize for this podcast coming out a day late. I was under the weather yesterday.
1: I think they're, you're forgiven for the circumstances. Plus, you know, now we get to talk a little bit more in the moment what All Saints is about to go through. It's yeah. going to be a big one. But let's start off with the Phillies. Let's talk a little bit about girls. Absolutely.
0: They are headed down to the Alamodome playing a 3 p.m. Friday game uh obviously the alamo dome is in san antonio and uh that's not where this that's not where the san antonio connections end because they're having to play san antonio veterans memorial so good home court advantage away from home for veterans memorial they're about 20 miles from the dome in the northeast corner of the city denver city obviously is 405 miles from um the dome so Kind of interesting and kind of a really exciting time for Denver City. They canceled classes for Friday. They should have a large contingent <laughs> there. Uh, might be able to make up for that home court advantage. Uh, should be a very good game, too. Both these teams have less than 10 losses on the season. Denver City's 30-6, and six beat Abilene Wiley in the Region 1 Championship 44-41 on Saturday. And um, what can you say about Veterans Memorial? Won a big swath of the state, the San Antonio area, uh, for mid-size schools as well as the coastal bend so uh you know we're, we're gonna find out who's got better basketball later today i
1: believe so i think it's going to be a good one on friday uh you know kind of backtrack a little bit you got to love it whenever the school gets canceled for <laughs> to get out there and oh, yeah. you get can, to
0: represent can, can you imagine like not being a sports fan but your team goes <laughs> so you just you know you get the day off because it's imagine <laughs> you're a fan after that
1: but going back towards the game um the Phillies, you know, they played a really good game in the regional tournament. Ariel Adams, who is also named a, the uh, tournament MVP, was named Athlete of the Week for her performance last week. And that you can check that out online uh, Thursday and Friday in the paper. But between Ariel Adams, Morgan Dial, Holly Hemline, they're all three names that kind of uh, have headlined this team and have helped them get to this point. And, of course, you have Coach Chief Bridgeworth, who's uh led them uh this far so i think they have a good chance in this one
0: yeah really cool story i mean Bridgeforth had to step in uh, about the midway mark of the season i think everyone knows the reason why you know they they have a coach on administrative leave uh, while they do an internal investigation and Bridgeforth did fine and i mean this is a guy that took the lovington new mexico boys basketball team to a couple of state tournament setting appearances um you know, in New Mexico, they play at the Super Pit down in Albuquerque on UNM's campus. And he's got that experience that, that could come in handy. But um, like he said, there's there's nothing quite like uh, Texas high school athletics. I mean, they're playing in what is effectively a 60,000-seat football stadium, a basketball game. Uh, and, of course, later, um, you know, I guess in about 40 days, I mean, Alamadome is hosting the final four, the men's final four. So... Uh, big time venue, and it's a little different, you know. Like uh, when you play at a high school gym or a small college, you've got a wall behind the backboard, so you have a little bit of depth. Your depth is all off uh, when you first show up. That's a complaint I've heard time and time again, and and, and takes some adjustment too.
1: And I think you brought this up earlier, but Denver City is actually spending an extra day. You know, they took off on Wednesday, so they might get a chance to do some walkthroughs on thir- or Thursday, yeah, that, that'll make a huge difference in the long run, adjusting yeah. to that depth that you had mentioned.
0: You're exactly right. They went and they watched the uh, 1A, 3A, and, and 5A state semifinals on Thursday at the Dome. Uh, and, I, and I know a lot of teams, when, when they get into this situation, they ask a local college if they can go because... You know, they, they have the, uh, the roll-away baskets instead of the attached baskets, and that helps. And, and, of course, I think that Denver City has some experience, although not to the degree of the Alamo Dome. But Lubbock, Christians, uh, Lubbock Christian University's gym is, is pretty big and, and is set up that way, too. So they've got some experience there. Um, but, you know, it's the Alamo Dome, and <laughs> yeah. there's, there's something magical about being there. It uh, should be a lot of fun. I
1: think it's gonna be a great experience for both teams involved, all four teams involved. You know, in talking with uh, Chief Bridgeworth and or uh, uh, Bridgeforth rather, um, what, what he kind of mentioned about, and I was particularly talking about Ariel Adams cause she won Player or Athlete of the Week. Um, he mentioned, you know, that she likes the big stage and that means, you know, being there in that situation, and I think that's going to translate over into the state tournament. I think uh, you know all these girls that we mentioned earlier, and a couple additions um, that you can read about in uh, the preview that Mike Graham will have online uh, Thursday and in the paper Friday. Uh, I imagine they're ready for this this big stage. As soon as you get used to the depth and you just start playing basketball, it all kind of goes away—the noise and everything—and I think they're. This is going to be a really good game, and hopefully they can push through, push through to the final day.
0: Yeah, good talent from Denver City, whether they're primarily volleyball players or basketball players. You know, Ariel Adams, that's someone who's uh, signed to Midwestern State. Morgan Dial uh, is a uh, West Texas College signee. So that's a good start, especially on the 4A level.
1: Yeah, and um, Hemline is actually our uh, newcomer of the year in two different sports, yep. which would be basketball her freshman year and then volleyball her sophomore year. So junior, they have some talent.
0: She's just a junior, so you can look forward to, to um, another good run next year. Um, and just need to make mention that in the 1 p.m. semifinal game this is the game ahead of the Denver City Veterans Memorial game will be Argyle which won region two and Houston Wheatley which won region three competing in the other semifinal uh, so if Denver City advances they'll play one of those two teams at 7 p.m. Saturday night at the Alamo Dome and all these games uh, unfortunately only the 6a girls uh, state championship is going to be broadcast on Fox Sports Southwest but Uh, you can stream these games with the uh, NHFS uh, network. Uh, So I'm not sure if that requires a subscription or not, but if you really want to see that game, you will be able to see that game online.
1: Oh, and I'm pretty sure Twitter will be buzzing (laughs) throughout the entire thing. But let's kind of move forward here a little bit into what is going to be a state championship game played on Friday. You got All Saints. Uh, They are used to this atmosphere. They've uh, they've played in the state tournament before and now they're going to the final
0: yeah you're right Uh, all saints topped previously i guess still ranked number one uh, sherman texoma christian in a 9 a.m thursday game um, down at waco university high school and they are moving on to an 11 a.m friday state championship game at west high school out in west texas as opposed to west texas this is west texas home of the kolache place (laughs) and uh, you need to make that clear but uh, I mean, what can you say about this team? I mean, e- uh, even even in today's game, uh, if you if you're listening Thursday, uh, Austin Hickel, Luke Stewart, the usual suspects did their thing.
1: Yeah, not only that, they had another one kind of throw his hat into the ring in a double-digit score, which is Miles Tipton. Um, you know, in talking with Bashir, uh, Luke Stewart and Austin Hickel are two players that have been here. They've helped lead this team. This is their senior year. They might be a little bit bitter from having a, having uh, lost last year. Or so they're coming into this one strong. And I think mentally, these are the two guys that are going to be there in the fourth quarter if you need them to, for that final push. But if you look at their game uh, earlier on Thursday, um, this was close at the half. It was a two-point difference going into halftime. And then they put up 23 points in the third and just ran away with it from there. I think that says something about just their mentality and being able to create some separation when needed. Uh, Austin Hickel and Luke Stewart are two athletes that are going to go out there and put up double digits almost any night. And on this particular night, uh, Austin Hickel put up 27. Uh, No surprise that he's our other athlete of the week um, that will join Adams in the paper (laughs) on Friday and online on Thursday night. But. Looking ahead, what I like about All Saints is the experience, obviously, and uh, the coaching. Coach Bashir has brought them here th- three three years in a row, I believe, in four years that the program has existed. Yeah,
0: and I mean, what can you say about the the boys' program at All Saints in, in general? Launched a six man football team uh, in, yeah. the, in the TAPS ranks earlier this year. I believe they made the postseason. And, um, I mean, this senior class has a lot to be proud of as, as they prepare to graduate. All Saints does not compete in baseball.
1: Yeah, I, but I could potentially see them kind of joining the ranks moving forward. You know, the programs continue to build um, in football. I mean, they they were competitive. They were able to beat some teams that had seasoned programs. Uh, like you said, usual suspects, Luke Stewart played quarterback for that team. I think that says something about the athleticism that he brings to the court.
0: Well, we're really excited about um, the UIL Boys Regional Tournament uh, semifinal rounds, too, which are all beginning Friday evening. Definitely. I think we'll be at the uh, seminal Midlothian Heritage game, definitely, because that's just conducive to, to deadline, a 7 p.m. game. And then following that at 8.30 p.m. is uh, Estacado versus Abilene Wiley. And uh, you're staring at possibly a third game between – Seminole and Estacado since the new year began, and, and they've been classic so far.
1: Definitely. Uh, this These two teams, I think they just exemplify how strong 2-4-A was this year, and how hard it was to even get a playoff berth, because Seminole had to face another 2-4-A opponent on Tuesday in uh, Leveland, ended up beating them 61-46. to This game was close in the first, and then Seminole just ran away with it in the second. Uh, Carter Johnson, he's a sharpshooter, man. <laughs> he went, uh, I believe it was six for seven from the three-point line and finished the game with 23 points. That was a huge game for him, but now Seminole is looking at a very familiar opponent in and Heritage. This is a rematch of last year's regional title game. Uh, Heritage won 56 to 55 on a three-point beater.
0: Did it bank? I heard it was a bank shot. It was too. a bank shot. <laughs> it was it, this. You got to believe
1: that Seminole's a little sour on the, about that one. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. That that's going to be a really exciting game. I encourage a lot of people to to get out to that one, especially since it's local. Otherwise, I, I'd having you know be encouraging people to go to the shallow water Brock game on the 3A level, the 3A uh, Region One uh, tournament semifinal game. Uh, it's a 7:30 p.m. game. At Midland College's Chaparral Center. And this is a rematch, I think, of the, the area round playoff game uh, between Shallow Water and Brock. If you want to look at it in those terms, Brock went to the state football championship game. Uh, has a long uh, history with with, um, with basketball, too. I mean, their football program only launched like five years ago. This this is a classic basketball school at the mid sized level. Um, and between these two teams, you know, Shallow Water's 33 and 2. Brock's 34-3, five combined losses between the two teams. Pretty incredible considering the season's going to be over a week from now.
1: When you look at Brock and their basketball program, it, you can kind of tell how the program was able to build around itself and the fact that they didn't have football until a couple years ago. And when you're focusing on one sport, you're able to put a lot into it and build it and really uh, fine-tune it. And I think that's what you're looking at when you see Brock's historical – um kind of playoff pushes and the things they're able to do now shallow water shallow water i think it's a team that really caught fire after the Caprock, which they won uh shallow water we I, i've been able to see them and they coming into this year i i they had lost a big time player in Jalen bratton who's now at seminole but they still got height i mean they're they're tall players who can play long and uh they're led by jet Johnson another senior um, and they're on a 25 game win streak right now what, what can you say about shallow water really I mean they, I think they've more than impressed this year a lot of fans
0: no doubt and I'm, I'm just thinking of if, if Bratton had been a part of this team because he is like a I, I think he's a six foot five guard I mean he looks six like foot an, six yeah he looks like an NBA player I mean
1: how oh, anyone uh, that can or he's taller than Reese Moore, who obviously yeah. is, well, known name in this area by this point. But, yeah, I, I don't think they're looking at whether or not if he had stayed, if they where they would be. I think right now they're just focusing on themselves. When I would talk with Jet Johnson, you can see a Q&A with him uh, online, on Lubbock Online. Uh, he's talking about how tight these guys are, how they're all one unit, and they're really close. They spend a lot of time together, and I think that helps – uh, when you have, at this stage, whenever you're able to gel and kind of keep that chemistry, and uh, you're going to need it.
0: And then moving on to 1A, the region is live in, in two separate regions, if that makes sense. We have New Home versus Nazareth. That's a 1 p.m. Friday game at South Plains College's Texan Dome. And then in the Region 2, uh, state, defending state semifinalist, Borden County, Is going up against Menard Uh, that's a 7 p.m. game Friday at Abilene Christian University's Moody Coliseum Uh, I mean what can you say about new home I don't know if if we uh, thought new home was capable of this at the beginning of the season Uh, definitely are but now they run into Nazareth and and that that's probably going to be a challenging game considering the um, the athletic pedigree just across the board of Nazareth Uh, but new home is uh, it's definitely a school that, that's on the up and up. You know, they're, they're moving up to 11-man football next year. They're adding numbers. And they've got a real good basketball team.
1: I like how you put it. Uh, they're on the up and up. I completely agree with that. I think the program is strong, or getting stronger as the years come. The entire athletic program, I think, is getting stronger. And uh, when you had mentioned, you know, we didn't know whether or not New Home was going to be alive at this stage, I'll agree that I, I didn't know much about New Home. Uh, coming into this, uh, there wasn't much, I think, to look back on from last year other than, you know, they were competitive, but now, uh, just like with Shallow Water, I think they've more than impressed their fans, and this is going to be a good game. Um, Now, when you talk about Nazareth, like you had mentioned, the pedigree, that's something that we were talking about, or we kind of touched on with Brock, but Nazareth even has that sort of tradition too so this yeah, is going to be i
0: mean i mean their, their girls basketball team going yes. for a 22nd state championship won their semifinal game on thursday so they're in and moving on uh i mean their football they this is a this is a good uh, gauge game for new home for sure and
1: when i look at the borden county game it's it's exciting to see them here again and for another year because if you were there at the press conference and i'm pretty sure you were mm-hmm when they uh, showed up with a basketball.
0: <laughs> You're talking about when they yeah, won the state, won the state championship, championship and they championship. showed up with the basketball. It's a basketball to signify that transition immediately. And and the most impressive thing, and I think we both think that this is probably going to happen, they're going to go back to the state tournament. This will be their fifth consecutive state tournament appearance um, with, the, with the class that's uh, alive and, and guiding them right now. Uh, they won a state football championship in 2016. They went to the basketball state tournament last year. Then they went to the baseball state tournament. Then they won a football state championship again. (laughs) And now they're in line to reach the uh, state basketball tournament again. So uh, that'd be impressive if they got there. And uh, at this point, there's no reason to doubt the Coyotes will get there.
1: Yeah, I think it's all a mental game at this point. Obviously, you have the talent. You have you, the experience uh they didn't graduate much off that team from last year so it's all a mental game at this point for them and they they know that they deserve to be there but you can't get ahead of yourself at any point so uh, it, i i kind of think that borden county is a shoe in for state but i'm not going to put that i'm not going to put that on them yeah <laughs> we're <Jackson>. uh, <laughs> it,
0: it's it's a good thing we're not playing for them but as an outsider i, I think that yeah i think that they're the favorite from that region and, and considering what they did last year considering that the junior class that's now a senior class were the ones that were really the good ones at at basketball as opposed to football you've got to like where things are heading for the boarding county program with four games remaining in their season
1: definitely there's going to be a lot of good basketball um friday saturday and we'll have all those results for you online and in the paper
0: and that'll do it for us we really appreciate you guys spending some time with us Once again, apologize for the delay in this podcast. Can't wait to cover these basketball games and get with you next week.